0: Hi, this is Andrew Hiller, and you are listening to the Hiller cast. Alright, let's rock. Today we're gonna to talk about what do you want with your fitness? And it's one of the things that I like most about this is that there are so many different things that you can want. There are so many different ways that you can get an answer. And the issue is, is that not a lot of people really have straight paths to where they want to go. That is if they even know how they're going to get there. So the way you should look at it is most things you have a problem and then you need a path to work toward your solution. So let's say you're doing math. Math is easy. It's like, hey, two plus two equals four. And then, if you're in school, you'll learn all of those freaking formulas and whatnot that'll get you from point A to point B. And you should try to look at your fitness in as similar a way as possible. The issue becomes not many people do that. And I remember a little while back, I put something on Facebook, and it was along the lines of, "Here's the dog. The dog is overweight." how do you make the dog less overweight? It's like, well, you give it less food and you bring it on walks and it's rather straightforward and you're going to get a result out of it. And then in come everybody. And they're talking about, Oh, but humans are much more complex and yada, yada, yada. And all that I can hear through that is justification as to why you don't want to be doing something. And you know what? Humans are more complex than dogs. I don't disagree with that, but You know what? If you do exactly what you do with the dog to yourself and you want to lose weight, just like the dog needed to lose weight, then you're going to end up losing some weight. So I got a couple different examples here. One of them all being weight loss. So I'm going to start off with typically this is how it'll work is what's nearest and dearest to me, which is CrossFit. And I hear a lot of it. And I was in the space for the longest time. Still I'm in the space. And you have a problem. You're doing CrossFit. And the question is, why are you doing CrossFit? You can ask, do I want to be good at the sport of CrossFit? Do I want to do CrossFit to be healthy for the rest of my life? Do I want to do CrossFit to look like Rich Froning? Those are kind of the things that you're asking yourself when you get in there. And a lot of people do CrossFit or walk into the gym because they either want to be healthy or they want to look good naked. That's the, the look like Rich Froning one. So that's why you walk into the gym. And it's one of the issues that I end up seeing is that a lot of people go from that to wanting to be good at the sport. A lot of people get very, very caught up in, hey, I want to do a ring muscle up and I want to do handstand push-ups, and I want to do this and I want to do that. And then they all forgot what it was that brought them there in the first place. And then from that, you kind of get a little upset with whoever it might be, yourself, your coaches, your family, your, I don't know, you just are in a bad mood because you're not able to do a muscle up. But that's not why you went to the gym in the first place. So that's probably why you're upset. So you always want to, and I'm, I'm going to address these back at the back end of this. So you always want to know why you start is the gist of it. So why are you doing what you're doing? And it's never bad to change your goals, but you always have to make sure that that is still aligning with what it was that you wanted to begin with. The next one after CrossFit is lose weight. Do you want to lose weight or do you want to look like you've lost weight? And you'll probably see it on the internet. I address the internet a lot because it's a lot of stuff that drives me crazy. It's someone saying, hey, I lost X amount of weight and it's not that much, but they look much better. Everyone's like, oh my God, how'd you do that? Yada, yada, yada. And this person is transformation photo. They're arguably the same amount of weight, but they just put on some muscle and that's all they needed in the first place is they are, maybe it's a female maybe they went from being 140 to 140. They lost some body fat. They put on some muscle. They look good. Now they're, they've added muscle to their hips and their butt and their hamstrings and they're all toned up and it's great and everyone's like, wow, what did you do? And then they're, that person won't tell you how much muscle they gain. They'll sell you some fat loss program. And then it's going the wrong direction. So the, the path is leading you the wrong way. We'll come back to that one again, too. And then the last one is gain muscle. You, you say you want to gain muscle or you are on a muscle building program. But what you really want to do is you want to lose weight. You want to look like you're more muscular. And this is typically a guy issue. So I address the girls with the weight loss, but they want to look like they lost weight. And For the guys, they want to gain muscle in quotations, but they just want to look like they have gained muscle. Let's address people in movies. We'll talk about James Bond, Daniel Craig. The guy looked very muscular, but he was just more lean than anything. We can talk about who is a good person to talk about here. Zac Efron in Baywatch. He probably weighed all of 155, 165 in that movie, and yes, he has muscle, but it only looks that way because he lost a bunch of weight, lost basically all of his body fat. So it looks really good. So the question was, did you want to get muscle or did you want to look like that, which just looks muscular? I also then reached to say, hey, you just don't want to diet and you don't want to do cardio. So you just want to lift weights and hope that you're going to get to your end goal. All the while you're in this circle of, I'm not looking the way I want, but I've been working out for three years doing... Skull crushers, five sets of 12. Why do I look like Zac Efron? It's like, well, you didn't burn any calories doing skull crushers. All right, we're going to move forward. Uh, Many kind of think they know what they're doing to get there, but they're often misled for numerous reasons. And a lot of these reasons aren't your fault because there are things that I've gone through as well. I have this little talking set to talk to you guys about it so I can help you guys through these things because maybe you don't make these mistakes that I've made. Uh, so one of those things being the Instagram fat loss challenges. Uh, and you'll look at that and you'll say, "Wow, well, look at this person lost basically all of their body fat in a month. How did they do that? Oh, then my got, they did keto. I'm going to do keto. And keto is going to limit foods. Putting you into ketosis is good, maybe from some medical standpoints. But what you are doing is you are cutting calories, maybe quite a bit of calories. And then particular, maybe they're doing something that's not so ethical to lose that weight, call it, I don't know, anabolics. And then they pop this up and they're like, oh my God, look how much weight i lost. It's like, no, you did some stuff that's not legal. So I don't like that because it leads people into the wrong direction. And then they sell this program, which puts you into the oh, I'm going the wrong way, but I think I'm doing what's right, and then I'm upset when I'm done. Also goes along with pop culture in the media. So diet fads saying, hey, fat is bad. It's like the whole thing where it's like egg whites are good. Egg yolks are good. Oh, egg yolks have all the nutrition. Eat the egg yolks. It's like, no, now we're back to egg whites because there's less calories, and you just never really know what's going on. So it's super confusing. Everyone's running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And then there's... The whole healthy fast food thing. You go to McDonald's, you get a salad, and it's an 800-calorie salad. It was more expensive than the burger. It's more calories than the burger, but hey, you're eating a salad. And then everyone's telling you it's right, and it's what you should be doing, but it's really not helping you all that much. There's freaking diet pills, like their hydroxy coat was a big thing, and there's the nutritional shakes, like Slim Fast which was supposed to make you lose weight, but all that is is liquid calories, which don't fill you up, they don't satiate you, and they're gonna, again, be like, oh my god, why isn't this working? It's supposed to be working. The surgeries are the gastric bypass and liposuction, and that might help you in the short term, but one, it was expensive, and two, it doesn't help underlying issues, which were your diet habits in your first place, your exercise habits in the first place, so it's all gonna come back. And then my favorite one, is the skinny foods, so like skinny pop popcorn or silk milk. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so much healthier for you. And it's like, well, if you drink silk milk, there's, you're losing all the nutritional value that is regular milk. And I understand lactose intolerance. Maybe you just don't want to have milk for whatever reasons, and that's okay. But if you're having silk milk because it's healthier, bleh, I, I, I don't agree with that. If you're eating skinny pop popcorn because it's skinny, you're still eating freaking popcorn, which I actually do like as a snack. And it's something to kind of munch on. It's hard to overeat popcorn, but by no means think that it's like, hey, I'm just going to eat skinny pop popcorn. It's going to lead me to the right, down the right path. I'm going to avoid being the chicken with my head cut off. So here's the answer that I'm going to give you short and sweet for each one of them is that it should always be easy. So we'll first address kind of in reverse order, which was, Build muscle, which is different than getting stronger. So if you want to build muscle, you don't try to work up to a one rep max. You don't try to build to a heavy set of five. You don't spend five minutes in between your sets on the bench press in the gym, and you don't do heavy weights really often, sometimes, but not often. I mean, heavy is heavy enough, but it's all about time under tension when you're trying to build muscle. So... You should have days and body parts splits, and this is basically talking conventional gym. It's like, hey, if I'm working on my butt today, I want to do lunges, and I want to do lunges for about 40 seconds consecutively, and then I want to take maybe a minute to a minute and a half off. So it's short rest periods. It's constant muscle tension for the time that I am working, and you're almost in and out of the gym in, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes because... You, you'll be hurting by the time you're done if you did it right. You're telling your body that you want to build muscle by keeping that muscle under constant stress. When the muscle's under stress, your body's like, oh, we need more of this stuff. You pack on some muscle. That's kind of, in layman's terms, really easy how that works. You combat that with Linear progression. So it's like, hey, this 40 seconds worth of lunges last week, I did with 25 pound dumbbells. This week, I'm going to use 30 pound dumbbells. And once that's easy, I'll use 35 pound dumbbells. And then your body's like, oh, not only is this guy loading me up, but he's also trying to make me stronger or he's trying to beat me down. So I need to get stronger to keep up with him. So your body, it, the easy way to look at this stuff is give your body something to do and it'll adapt. Throw in the calorie surplus, not much, three to 500 calories a week. Don't go to McDonald's for it. Throw in extra protein, throw in some extra carbs. And from your carbs, it's always best to get them from vegetables. So call it potatoes and sweet potatoes and carrots and broccoli and all that stuff. And maybe some extra chicken and beef and fish. And there's your calorie surplus. You've built some muscle. I did that all in maybe two minutes. So if I can talk about it in two minutes, you should be able to apply it to your month. You're three months, and then three months you go, oh, that was cool, pretty easy. I'm just gonna repeat this for a bit. Losing weight, kind of the opposite, where you wanna eat less, that's number one. So let's say you're a male. I'm gonna use someone I just talked to about this. He won't be upset. I think he listened to the first one, so let's see if he picks up on this. Let's say you're a male, you're about 240, 250, and you have the question as to what you should be doing. First thing is you need to eat less not less in volume but less in calories so I always say here's a flashcard. on your flashcard, you don't have many of them I don't want to overburden you it's one thing to remember you, on one end of the spectrum you have and I just ate a bunch of them Oreos so one Oreo has 80 calories on the other end of the spectrum you have a head of iceberg lettuce and the entire head of iceberg lettuce has 40 calories now how many Oreos can you eat I don't know 50, the whole, the whole box. Like, All right. Now, how many heads of iceberg lettuce can you eat? It's like one. I'll get, I'll either get bored or I'll get full. It's like, there you go. So you can either on one end eat 40 calories and be stuffed, or on the other end, you can eat 50 Oreos and be, well, one sick, but still probably also be able to eat something. On one end, you ate barely any calories, and on the other end, you had probably three days worth of calories where you want to play is more on the end of the iceberg lettuce where it's over there and you're eating the vegetables, the meats. It's like, Hey, you have a entire piece of salmon. It's like, well, it was like 300 calories, but it's pretty satiating because it's got some fat in there. And you're, once you're done eating it, it's like, I'm going to have some of my potatoes and maybe I season them with some salt because there's no salt in there's no calories in salt. Maybe use some seasoning salt, which also, I mean, high in sodium. There's no calories in sodium. It will lead to weight loss if you're consistent with it time after time. And the big thing with losing weight is to quit the rationalizing. So with the people that I've worked with in the past, I always, uh, it's the fine line that I need to draw between, okay, it's all right if you have a drink here or there. It's all right if you had ice cream that one day. And you know what? I'm kind of done with that where I don't want to lie to people anymore. So I tell them, you want to lose weight? You don't drink. All right? And if it's really important to you, you just won't do it. And if it's important to you and you tell other people that it's important to you, they should be on board. If you're trying to make a healthy choice for your life, then there's no reason that people who you want to spend your time with should be against that for you. And if they are doing anything else, who knows what their agenda is? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to have a good time. Maybe you're the catalyst for their good time, at which point that's still not your problem. So the drinking thing, I could go on to that forever. But the other rationalizing thing is, it's like, hey, I had an Oreo and meh, I'll have two. Meh, I'll have three. Uh, maybe I'll have four. And then by the time you've had four, you're just in trouble. Because that's a bunch of calories. And then maybe the next day you're like, well I had four Oreos yesterday, so if I only have two and I just say it's rationalizing. Like that's what you're going to do as a human being is you're gonna keep on putting yourself into the circle that is it's like, Oh, well, I had that and it's like, Well, you know what, it was a long day at work. It's like I'm just gonna Eat this ice cream and it's like, well, you know, I have, I am going to work out later today so I can have this piece of chicken that came from KFC. It's like, no, stop doing that crap. If you're doing any of that stuff, it's going to take you away from your goal. And your question should always be, whatever I'm putting into my mouth, is it getting me closer to my goal or is it taking me further away from my goal? And if, And if the answer is it's taking you further away and you still do it, you better damn well be ready to live with the consequence of that. Okay. And I said reverse order. So I'm done talking about losing weight, which to sum sum it up, and maybe I rambled a bit, it was eat less, work out more, do both, which is the best, and then stop rationalizing your crap, knock it off. So the last one is, why do you do CrossFit? crossfit is something that you can do to accomplish everything above you want to lose weight you can do that because you are burning calories the crossfit methodology also has the eat real foods little starch no dairy they have their entire fit their entire nutrition model which works well for weight loss and it's good for keeping your inflammation down and it's good for low like moving you away from being hyperlycemic and all that it's great I I like to do things a little bit differently, but that doesn't mean that it's not great. And it will lead to weight loss. If you want to build muscle through CrossFit, I talked about time under tension. And if you do something like 150 wall balls or 100 handstand push-ups, or you do something like Murph, where it's like, hey, you do 50 pull-ups and 150 air or 300 air squats and 200 push-ups, then when you do that, Your time under tension. And if you couple that with a calorie surplus, it's like you're going to throw on some muscle. You look at the guys and the girls and you're like, hey, they got some muscle on them. It's like, well, it's because they're eating some sugar before and after something else I'm talking about with somebody, which is like the importance of sugar and muscle gain in and around your workouts. I know it's something that a lot of people recently heard on the Matt Fraser podcast, which is something that I've been doing for a long time since basically high school, sugar is important call it Sour Patch Kids. I don't know, whatever you want. But I mean, you can build muscle, you can lose weight by doing CrossFit. And then there's the whole spectrum that is the sport of it. So people come in and they want to look like Rich Froning and they think that in order to look like Rich Froning, they've got to do muscle ups because the guy does a lot of muscle ups. That is not the case at all. I know a handful, a lot of people probably look better than he does and you know what they do is they're anal about what they eat and they work out often and I don't say a lot I say or I see them work out five six days a week and you know what they've either come from a place in which they weren't in the greatest shape and now they look fantastic or they just continuously look fantastic year-round because year-round they're not doing the rationalizing they're not following falling into the whole pop culture media diet. They're not doing little fat loss challenges on Instagram. It's just a lifestyle. So if you want to be good at the sport of CrossFit, I got nothing against it. I mean, it's what I do. And I like it. I have a great time with it. And I mean, I was talking to somebody today, a guy that I work one-on-one with, that middle of the day, I just fell asleep. And it was like 10 minutes, but it's because getting ready for the semifinals and I'm a little beat up. And I did the quarterfinals and it put me into kind of a beat up state. And that's kind of what I'm asking for. And you know what? I live with it. I expected it and I knew it was going to happen. I'm a little beat up. That's what it is. Now, if I just wanted to look good and that's something that I dealt with every day, which was me being beat up, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? That same person came from hardcore CrossFit space, and what him and I are doing are weight loss and look good naked space. And he's like, whoa, shoulders don't hurt, and this feels good. And it's like, well, you know, CrossFit's great, but you didn't need to do that, but you really wanted to. It wasn't something that I was pushing on the guy, and it wasn't something that anyone else was pushing on the guy, but because he was thinking, that's how I'm going to get to look like that, he would do it. So again, it's not me talking crap about crossFit. It's just saying that your goals need to align with what you're doing. So if you're feeling beat up from doing something, it might be because you're doing a little bit too much of something that you don't want to do. It's not something I hear very often, by the way. It's, these are just two very unique cases. So that is my whole rant on I mean, I should not call it a rant, but it's kind of a rant on what to do with your fitness. Sum it up. You got a problem? You need a solution. At different points in this little chat, you can find out what the issues are and what I believe the best solutions are for them. And again, like I said in that intro episode, it's solutions that I've seen work time and time again for hundreds, if not thousands of people at this point in my life. And it's nothing that I've really read through research because I think research is all funded. And when there's funding involved, you're always trying to, I don't know, lead results to help that company in which the funding was given to you by, i.e. CrossFit's entire issue with Coca-Cola, the NSCA, and all that issue. If you don't know anything about that, it's interesting. Go ahead and Google it. Like, Why does CrossFit hate Coca-Cola? And you can have some fun with that. I think that's good. I want to wrap it up. I hope that you liked my little talk, and I'll have more that are, oh, well, maybe CrossFit specific. So, till then, this is Andrew Hiller. Goodbye.